This Breakfast with Ben's podcast on the Fans First Network brought to you by Gerger Construction. It's not too soon to start planning your dream deck. They build decks year-round, and they're booking into spring and summer 2024. Gerger Construction is a small burg business specializing in decks, pergolas, railings, and fencing. Fully insured, licensed, and now offering financing options. Go to GergerConstruction.com to get your free project estimate or to schedule your deck safety inspection today. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Our final Breakfast with Ben's podcast for the week. Tim Ben's along with you. Glad that you're with us. Time to talk a little hockey and the return of Robert Morris hockey. It's official tonight. The women's team back on the ice in action against Union. The women's team played a scrimmage against a Canadian team over the weekend and won three to nothing. Logan Biddle is our guest right now in the Breakfast with Ben's podcast. He coaches the women's team at Robert Morris. Following a two-year hiatus after the programs were surprisingly cut in May of 2021, both the men's and women's teams are back. The women's season starts a little earlier in college hockey, so this is week one for them on the road against Union starting tonight at 6 p.m., and they play again in Schenectady tomorrow. And of course, the big weekend is next weekend on Neville Island at Clearview Arena. Both the men's and women's teams in action at home for the first time since the programs have come back after that two-year absence. Logan, let's start right there from an emotional capacity. You're coaching the women's team. You have been an assistant coach with the women's team in the past. You were a men's player on the first ever men's team under still current coach Derek Schooley. What's it going to be like for you to see the jerseys on the ice again, your players on the ice wearing those jerseys for the first time in two years when a lot of people thought the programs were gone. You've worked hard to bring them back. You and Derek have been in lockstep on this. Now it's happening. What's it going to be like for you tonight when the women are on the ice against Union? Yeah, it's going to be definitely emotional. Um, I think we got uh, you know a little bit of a preview with it with our exhibition game on Sunday. 
Um, but just kind of falling back into that routine of, um, you know, waking up on a game day and preparing for a game during the week and, and all of that stuff is just so exciting. And um, I told our team in the locker room uh, before our game Sunday that this is going to be the first of many firsts, you know, and I think that's that exhibition game was our first time, you know, putting on the jersey and playing against another team. Um, you know, this coming this weekend will be our first time, you know, competing as an NCAA team together. Um, hopefully we'll get our first win this weekend as well. Um, and then obviously coming back on October 7th in front of a sold out crowd will be our first time, you know, playing at home. So to be a, a part of all those firsts, like I was on the men's side back in 2004, um, is something that I know these girls will never forget. It's something that they'll take with them for a long time. For you, the coaches um, and the returning players as well, is there a difference in that regard as opposed to the transfers and the new recruits insofar as is it more like just hockey for them? Is there kind of a different emotional component uh, throughout the roster based on the carryovers versus the new folks on board? Well, I mean, I think one of the things we talked about in the recruiting process with all the new players is, is you know, we kind of took what happened head on. Um, explain where we're at and explain what we're trying to do, which is, um, you know, get this program back to competing for championships right away um, and kind of adding on to the foundation that was already laid from the teams prior. So um, each and every one of them came in with that mindset and that excitement to do so. Um, so I think, you know, while they may not necessarily understand at the moment, it's definitely going to be something that when they, you know, walk away a few years down the line are going to be, going to be able to have that as a pride point for themselves and, and knowing that they help get this program back to championship caliber. How many holdovers do you have, Logan, from the previous team? We have three that stayed um, at RMU pretty much the entire time during the stoppage. And then we have one, um, Chase Sperling, who came back from St. Cloud. Uh, she went to St. Cloud after the programs were dropped and, and she came back. So we have four total. For those players in particular, what has it been like to watch them embrace the return of the, of the school's programs? Well, I think, you know, the last game that they played was in the NCAA tournament for the three that stuck around at least. Um, so uh, to go from that ultimate high to kind of, you know, uh, probably an ultimate low, uh, just to see the smiles on their faces, um, walking into the rink, you know, going through a warm up, their first shift coming off, um, you know, that, that's something special. Um, that group is going to be, be one that you know 10 20 years down the road people are going to talk about is the crew that stuck stuck around and stuck through it and helped fight um you know to get these programs back to where we want them to be and um they're a special group and um we're, we're really happy that they stuck with us and stuck around and uh, we expect big things from them this year speaking of chase i remember profiling her after her comeback from her broken leg that she suffered while she was here how's she doing in her recovery and how is her year in between uh, she's good. I mean, she's uh, she actually, unfortunately, so she had two seasons at St. Cloud, had a pretty good year when she went there um, the year after she left here. Um, and then last year, she actually had a knee injury on her other leg that she um, she took a red shirt year. So she's actually going to have uh, potentially three more years to play hockey. She's already a senior in school, but has three three potential years left. Um, she's, I think we're just scratching the surface with her, um, based on just the amount of hockey she's played in the last, you know, three years, which isn't that much. Um, so I'm really excited to see kind of how she develops throughout this season. Um, cause you know, when we brought her in, uh, a handful of years ago, we were very high on her and expected a lot of great things. And as you mentioned, she had that horrific injury and, um, it's pretty much a miracle that she's, she's playing hockey still, but 
Um, at the end of the day, she worked really hard to get to this point. And like I said, we're excited to see where she can be. What'd you learn about yourselves in the uh, exhibition game that you had? Um, we're, we're extremely skilled. Um, when we create those opportunities, we have the ability to do some really nice things. Um, obviously just kind of working through our, our newly kind of implemented systems and we have some work to do there, but, um, we're, I think we have four lines that we can roll pretty, uh, consistently at times. Um, you know, our fourth line actually scored our first goal, um, in that game, which is exciting. Um, unfortunately we had one power play the last 50 seconds of the game. So we didn't really get to work a whole lot on, on our power play, but our penalty kill got a good test with a five minute major three minutes into the game. So, um, you know, a lot of those things, just kind of the details, but you know, one of the things I think we, we really noticed was uh, the skill level of our girls. And I think once we get, get them to pace and, and playing at the pace of a college hockey team, again, um, we're going to be dangerous. So we're really excited about that. And that's something that we're definitely going to be working on this week. From a scheduling standpoint, were you trying to avoid opening playing on the road or was that just something you kind of knew might happen? No, I mean, I think we we had kind of from the day one that these teams came back had decided um, we wanted to do something grand and big for our, our home opener and have it be a doubleheader with the men. Um, with women's hockey starting a couple of weeks before the men, um, we couldn't really afford to take to miss those two weeks of games because that would have kind of clumped everything together in the middle of the season. Um, as women's hockey actually started this past weekend for regular season games. Um, so obviously we didn't play this past weekend, but needed to get a weekend in before and didn't want to do it at home. Um, Cause like I said, we wanted to, as a group kind of have that celebration together on October 7th. So, um, you know, fortunate that union had uh, this weekend open and we can get out there and, and play some games. Logan Biddle with us. You know, I was talking to Gavin Goulash, who was named one of the men's captains recently, and he said that he went to that exhibition and he was surprised about how much it emotionally hit him watching your team line up on the blue line for the national anthem. Like, he felt that pretty deep down inside the way he described it. The connection that's been forged between these two programs, A, can you speak to that? And can you sort of look ahead to how you think you'll be feeling when you see that happen on home ice in two weeks. Yeah. I mean, I think the, we're in a, obviously it was a unique situation last year. Um, but you know, the six guys and the six girls that were here, obviously practicing together, um, you know, whether we played games or not, we were, we were one team. Um, and, and we've kind of continued that mentality moving forward into this year. And I think it's exciting. And, um, you know, I, I obviously have the 24 girls on our team that, um, I can't wait to see kind of their excitement and their, um, you know, with the opportunity that they're going to get, but also the same on the men's side as well. And, um, you know, obviously as an alum and, and being a part of that first team, like I mentioned, um, you know, I have that pride. And, you know, I think that's going to be really, really exciting to, to kind of have, you know, all the women's players and all the men's players kind of rooting each other on and being um, on the same page. As far as the emotions of things, uh, Sunday I had, my spells for sure, um, you know, throughout the day of kind of, you know, this is real. This is, you know, those emotional times. And I actually was sitting um, up top watching warmups um, when Derek showed up and he had tears in his eyes. And I kind of hit me then that, you know, for him, it's the same kind of emotion that the teams are back and, um, you know, just kind of the unreal feeling that it's happening. And then he also has his daughter on the team as well. 
So he kind of got the double whammy of emotions there. There's his daughter playing in her first college game. But um, I think one of the biggest things that I can say is, you know, once we kind of got into things after the first couple of shifts, um, it felt normal again. And I think that is the, the best thing that I can say is that it was normal and that we're back playing hockey. And um, it's like almost like the last two years never happened. Um, although we, we obviously know that it did and it, um, and it is what it is, but being back on the bench and, and, you know, coaching, you know, this team and going through the pomp and circumstance of a game day and all of that stuff uh, was just really, really exciting. Finally, Logan, when I talked to Gavin and I talked to Riley St. Ange, another one of the team captains for the men's side yesterday, they both said that they think that the men's team will surprise some folks in the Atlantic, that it's a better assembled team than you might envision when talking about what amounts to, you know, a college expansion roster. Um, Do you guys have the same sense about who you are and where you are talent-wise in CHA? Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think... I don't think we're going to sneak up on anybody. Um, you know, we were picked third in the preseason polls um, by the coaches. Um, and, you know, that's a testament to uh, the girls on this roster and the skill sets that we brought in both, you know, as freshmen and as transfers and returning as well. Um, so I don't think we're going to sneak up on anybody. Um, but that being said, I told our team, I said, that's, that's all well and good. Um, but, you know, you got to, once the puck drops, you actually have to go out there and do it. And, and we're not shooting for third place. Obviously, we're shooting for a championship. So, um, again, I don't know if we're going to sneak up on many people. I think, um, you know, we were very successful in the transfer portal, very successful with our freshmen and um, have a very talented roster. And I think we're going to get everybody's best uh, day in and day out because uh, they know the talent that we have in our locker room. Logan, thanks. Congratulations. I'm happy as hell for you. It's been a long time coming. It's finally here. Enjoy the night against Union, and especially enjoy the night on the 7th. Uh, hey, Tim, I appreciate you and everything that you've done for us and your support and your coverage, and um, looking forward to continuing this, and and uh, hopefully we're talking more and more about a lot of wins here in the future. Logan Biddle, head coach of the RMU women's hockey team, with us here on the Breakfast of Ben's podcast.